0: Hey, it's James from Overtime RoX MMA. Um, I'm here today with UFC's Brock Weaver. Um, how's things with you today, Brock? All right. Oh yeah, man. Just uh just woke up getting my uh morning coffee on. Getting the morning fixed to start the day off strong, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Gonna do training in about an hour and uh move throughout the day off that. Yeah, always a good start of the day getting your coffee fixed. Um, we we'll get straight into the questions then, Brock. Um, obviously, a lot, a lot of the um, fans these days will more than likely know you coming through the Contender Series. Um, how was that whole experience for you? Uh, say that again. You broke up a little bit. Ah, sorry, brother. um Most of the most of your followers and fans will probably know you from um, coming through the Contender Series. Um, how was that as an experience for you? Uh, man, the contender was crazy. Um, very dip-
1: different atmosphere uh, than I'm, I was used to fighting him. No crowd, and no hype, and you know, none of my people there. And uh, Dana front row, and it was a uh, crazy experience. Uh, had more nerds for that fight than I did uh, the UFC debut. Actually, you know, it was uh it all it all worked out great though. You know, and uh great experience. Uh I'm glad and blessed that
0: it uh went the way that it did. Yeah, I mean it was it was great to see you come through that. Um like I personally followed you for a bit longer from footage that I've seen, but I mean it, it appears to be you've developed one hell of a fan base coming from that going into the UFC. Um Obviously going into the UFC then, um, your recent fight with Vargas. Um, I remember seeing an interview just after the fight. Um, you was quite sort of down and demoralized with it really as to how it went. Um, after a bit of reflection on that, um any of you, have, have you changed the way you feel about it, or you do do you still sort of consider that to have been a a loss on the night, really?
1: Um, I was a little out of it that night, man. I had a mild concussion. Um real fuzzy after the fight I started having a headache uh emotions going up you know um I didn't know uh, I didn't know how how bad the knee was the illegal knee I didn't know I was on my butt I actually kind of thought that I was getting up on a 3 point stance with my underhook like I usually do, like I was getting ready to I didn't know that I was still on my butt and he grabbed it back in my neck and did that then then yeah I said in a real fight I would have lost, but also, um, uh, in a real fight, it would have been, it would have been all, anything goes, you know, uh, captain is no shows, no mercy. I would have definitely <laughs> gouged his eyes out or something. I mean, um, but I ain't here to street fight. I'm here to fight under rules, get paid. Um, you know, so a- after everything's died down, you know, um, it, it was a good, it was a good call from the ref. Uh, you know, uh, they, the ref could have missed that. And, you know, who knows anything. It could have been a crazy loss under my record. Um, no hard feelings against Vargas. He did what he had to do. Maybe he did it out of desperation because uh, he couldn't control me on the ground. I was getting up. I was hunting submissions. He just went desperately for something and hopefully the referee didn't see it. Or maybe his adrenaline was up and, you know, he just and uh, I was in his head, and he just had something against me, and he just really wanted to hurt me. So, um, and maybe maybe it was an accident. You know, um, who knows, man? I asked for the rematch. My manager said the UFC has not said nothing about it. I talked to McMaynard that night back at the lobby of the hotel. He he, he really he's like, we really don't run them back like that. You know, uh, we just move on. He's like, but we, we'll talk about it. So, people say stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it usually didn't mean, happen now. Fargus, he's 0 and 2, 33 years old. He gets some more. If he gets to stay in the UFC, he might get cut. If not, he gets some wins under his belt. I get some more wins under my belt. Maybe we can meet for a top 15, top 20 spot eventually, or you know, or even or even lower in the ranks than that. And we can uh run that back. And there'll be a lot of hype then on it, it'll be even more hype, people, you know. So, who knows, man? You know, God. I believe in God. God's got a plan, and uh, He's 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 setting it out for me. Uh, this the way it wasn't. It wasn't the way that I. I the UFC debut was everything went perfect. Weight cut, everything. Walk out, tremendous energy from the arena with all the natives in New Mexico. All the tribes, the love was tremendous. They hyped me up on the card. My UFC debut was—I was on the main card in front of a lot of guys that fought for belts. I mean, it was crazy. I can't complain. I got the win. I'm one zero in the UFC. I mean, I got a payday. Um, if Vargas wants to win like that, or you know, that's that's on him. You know. Uh, we're professionals, man. We we know the rules. The only way I was getting up the way I get up is because I know the rules. I know I can get away right there without getting knee until I get to my feet. You know, if I knew that he can knee me on my butt, I would not leave my face open and get the underhook. I would definitely be getting up covered up. You know, they're there'd be different approaches to that. And if you see in the contender against Devin Smith, I got up every time I get an underhook, leaving my face open. I knew he could need me to the chest, but I could take that. I knew I could get punched to the face, but I could eat a couple of those t- until I get to my feet, you know? Um, yeah. But it, it's, you know, it's why they make rules, man. And, uh, you got to play by them. And if you don't, then you suffer the consequences. Vargas is suffering. you know, 33 years old, Oh, and two in the UFC. And who knows if he's even got another one. Um, you gotta, you gotta just, you gotta be calm out there. You gotta, you gotta be collective, man. And, uh, you, you gotta pick your shots and you, you, you can't, um, uh, you can't, you can't do, you can't, you can't play dirty these days, man. The, the cameras, the, the, the it's it is, it is going to get you And um, outside, inside the ring, you know, it, you, we, as UFC fighters, we can't, we gotta watch everything we do. We can't post nothing. We can't cheat. We can't do nothing. We're, we're held to a certain standard, and um, it's a live and learn lesson for him, you know. Um, but it's all good, man. You know, uh, on to the next. You know, hopefully they can get me in there. Uh, April, or May, man. Or, or, you know, I'm um, uh, just started back training
0: yesterday, so. Um Yeah I, was, I was just about to ask that Actually obviously you say um, You received the concussion at the end of that I was just wondering was he actually a medical suspension He was on or you actually you are good to go You Nah man 30 days rest that's it So we should be seeing days. him shortly then hopefully
1: Hopefully man Hopefully they get me back in there and let me uh I ain't got nothing against Vargas But I am mad at him in a way Because he he robbed me of my war You know he robbed, he robbed me of my, it went, 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 or lose. I, I wanted a war or, you know, and, and, uh, I thought he was, a, uh, he I thought he was going to give me that war being Mexican pride and tough and like this, like the bang. I thought, I thought it was going to be a war. I thought we was going to get bloody. I thought it was, it was, I thought we was going to both get 50 G's or, or, or one of us get a knockout at the end of the fight or, and, and or, or whatever, you know, a submission. I, I thought w- one of us was going to get a bonus, win or lose. It didn't matter. I just wanted my war, my first UFC fight. He robbed me from that. But like I said, I think this made a uh, bigger story for me because everything, you know, from the Dana White looking for a fight, show where he didn't show up to the contender, where the guy didn't make weight till I come back in the contender and did that, and then to the high testosterone when I was supposed to make my UFC debut in October 12th coming back all natural, Um, it's just delays and delays and delays on me and um, trial after trial, and it's just another trial and just another add to to the uh, story of the Chalatushka man, and um, I'm ready for the next one, you know, and and if it's got something crazy, then
0: it it, it ain't going to surprise me. Yeah, um, that led nicely into one of my questions, actually. Um, obviously, you you go by the nickname of Chata Tuska. Um, for the people that might not understand, can you can you explain the meaning behind that? It means Choctaw Warrior or um, Red
1: Warrior. Uh, I spell it a little different. A lot of the Choctaws spell it Chahata, C-H-A-H-T-A, but I spell it C-H-A-T-A because if you do... Uh, deeper history on the Choctaws. The first founder of the Choctaw was actually named Chata, and he spelled his name C H A T A. And then he named the tribe with another H in it to separate it from his name. So I went old school and uh, changed it up a little bit. They they actually pronounce it Chahata Tusku, but I just spell it and pronounce it Chata Tusku. so just be a little different. And uh, you know, and it, it blings out there and, and sticks with me good. So uh, i like
0: it man yeah for sure um i mean it's certain things can make you quite unique as a fighter at the moment um you you seem very happy and vocal to talk about your religion and your heritage um whereas a lot of guys don't seem to really want to want to go into their own personal lives um what what is so important to you about um your religion and your heritage what what um what do you feel has done for you throughout your career so far
1: man um a lot of people out there think a lot of Native Americans we we worship these uh these forest and 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 spirit gods and stuff. I mean the old gods. I mean yeah, back in the day, Native Americans did did believe in that, and, and Vikings believed in Thor and Odin. You know, but um, uh, uh, I've come to a realization in my tribe. It, it come to a realization a long time ago that uh, Jesus is the one true King. I'm a full blown Christian. Um, Jesus is everything. He's the only thing you can feel when you pray to something. He's not a dead God. Um, he's, he, he's the one real God, man. And, and it's took me 25 years to, to find him. And, uh, I'm glad he saved me a couple of years ago and is working on me every day and every through this fight. And that's the mission, man, you know, get, get Jesus out there and, and get, get, uh, Natives out there and get, get the, I mean, most natives I talk to are Christians. I mean, they, they come to a realization of that a long time ago too. There was a one, uh, a famous Cherokee chief back in the day. And he said, um, the settlers come over here with nothing, but they had Jesus and we had everything. Now they have everything and we have Jesus. And, uh, I, I really like that about, uh, you know, a chief standing up and saying that and, he said it. He said that saying back in the in, in the old days and uh, to step up like that and and represent uh, the, the one true living God is uh, I thought was big. Just definitely because of the, the smackdown he got from his people, too. So uh, Jesus, Jesus, is uh, it, it don't matter, man. White, black, Asian, native. It don't matter, man. Um, there's only one. There's only one God, and there's only one people. And, and that's what really matters. This the whole native thing, trying to get my tribe recognized. I, I love my people, and yeah, we are natives, and we live on a state recognized tribe. We're trying to get federal recognized, and get, and I, I want to help other natives out there. The whole thing going on in Canada, the Standing Rock out there, and uh, I'm, I, I want to represent them as much as I can, and and help them. And uh, but when it comes to religion, man, it's just it's just one religion, and. Is Christianity or just Jesus, man. And, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's what I rip. That's what, I uh, that's what I'm about.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously you say you're a proud mower. Um, how did it feel for you to be obviously the first male native American to represent in the UFC? Um, you know, how, how proud was you of that? What sort of support have you got out of that as well?
1: Oh man, I've- Very proud, you know, to wear that headdress out and at war paint. See them, see them natives going crazy. I went to a uh, Southeastern Polytechnic uh, Indian School there in New Mexico and did a speech. It's just crazy that um, it's crazy, man. That all, all the support I have on social media from from natives from Canada to. North, uh, the Northerns of, of the United States and the South, and every tribe, hundreds of tribes are hitting me up through social media, you know, uh, supporting me and it, uh, it, it feels great, man, you know, to be, to be, like you said, the first native, uh, male repping. And, and, uh, I believe, I believe, uh, God's got something in store for me. I could, t- we can take this thing further and, you know, help, help the people get seen, you know, people just, the government just pays us off. The federal recognized tribe. He just pays us off to sit inside and be quiet. Um, You know, I, I hope they one day want to maybe start my own, you know, Native American uh fighting organization, or uh, you know, just something, man, something big for the for the natives and MMA. Because now there's a lot of Native American fighters hitting me up that I didn't even know that was that many. A lot of amateurs out there hitting me up. You know, saying I was a big inspiration to them, and they're gonna make it to the UFC now and they know that it's possible. And I just I just reply. I try to reply back to all of them. It's a lot. But, yeah, uh, you know, I just tell them, you know, keep God first, man. And uh, and don't give up, man, you know, and work, work very hard, work extra hard. And, and it's all possible. You know, I'm I'm living proof 13 years of hard work and uh, finding the Lord and, and getting my life straight. And and I got there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's got to be an amazing feeling for you, really, to have, have all these guys coming out now, um, knowing that you're a big part of that. Because um, obviously, I mean, they, they've been there, they've been on the scene, but, you know, they're not that recognised. And the fact that you coming out and doing this now is giving them the inspiration to step forward, that's got that's got to feel really good. Oh, yeah, man. It's pretty great. So then, um, Brock, what, what's next for you? Um, as you say you you're looking to fight sort of April May time. Um, is there anyone specific you'd you'd like to throw a name on the hat? Is there someone you'd like to go out with or are you just happy to fight all comers and um take it one step at a time? Man, I would you know, I would I would love to fight somebody
1: in the top ten for my second fight, but who knows, you know. Uh it says it says in the word, you know, speak stuff into existence and uh get somebody in the top ten. I would love that um to so my second fight, some somehow if that could happen, some dropout or something. Who knows? But um it really don't matter, man. If it's not nobody in the top ten. It really don't matter. It um you know the, the goal the goal is the goal is the is to fight could be you know is to make it make it to him. You know, uh he's the champion right now. And when I make it to him, he might not be the champion anymore. So then the goal is to, to make it to whoever's the champion. So for the last three years, I've been, you know, I, I train only for could be everybody I train with and everybody I, I, I always imagine they could be. Um, He's a champion right now. If Conor becomes a champion, if Tony Ferguson becomes a champion, then my mind says to train for Tony Ferguson and everybody else don't matter. And uh, that's, you know, that, that's the goal, you know. Keep chopping keep chopping away and chopping and chopping away until until I get to the to the number one spot and fight for the ship man and uh just add a little more legacy to my career and and uh, I've won a I've won a belt in every organization I've ever fought in amateur and pro except one and um the UFC belt is really the only one that ever mattered so it is to get a belt that's that's the goal whoever's got it Khabib, like I said, Khabib's got it right now. Every time I train, I envision somebody gets on top of me. I envision this Khabib. When uh, Vargas was on top in the other night, I was just imagining Khabib, and he even done the little leg crossing thing that Khabib does—the mount against the cage—and I've trained against that for like the last three years with my guillotine. I seen Dustin put that guillotine on him. almost got him. You know, gave me hope because I'm a guillotine guy. So I train with that. I, I, I actually, you know, you know, I actually. Let him slide my legs in and get it like that. So then, when I did a little hip bump, it gives me full guard with the guillotine immediately. And a lot of people don't see that. They're like, "Oh man, he was he was controlling you." No, he was not controlling. He was he was defending his neck the whole fight. Uh, he was he was never he he what he was punching me in the body. Okay, uh, didn't hurt. I mean, little body shots from the top that don't hurt. Yeah, I mean, he may hit me in the face twice with little up shots like this. You know, that don't hurt. <laughs> I'm sitting there smiling, hunting his neck, and then boom, I almost caught him in a guillotine. He uh he escaped that barely. But um uh, yeah, I mean, looking at that fight, you know, watch rewatching it, I counted him two standing up, I uh counted him with two. He caught my kick. I never kicked to the thigh. I don't know why I kick to the thigh. I always do calf kicks. And um he uh he got that in, man. But the the goal, the goal is is to fight number one. And but I mean, I would love to fight I would love to, to have memorial fights too, you know, against legends like the Diaz brothers or um I I would definitely take uh I don't even know why. I would I mean, yeah, I guess if you I'd call him out, I'd call I would, I would take Dan Hooker. He just lost that fight. I don't think he deserves to win. I would I would like to fight Dan Hooker. My boy Jason Knight that I trained with, been training with since I was like seventeen years old and fighting he whooped Dan Hooker back in the day, and um, I think he's just got an easy win. Easy, easy win. He really lost that fight against Paul, but it's all good, you know. Even Paul too. Paul, Paul would be a, a great fight for me, man. We would bang, you know. I just want wars. I don't want no easy fights out there, you know. I, I want, I want all memorable fights. I want, I want, I want a, I want a legacy like uh, Diego Sanchez. You know what? He's got a lot of heat on him right now for what happened the other night. He's a legend, man. He ain't got nothing to prove to the world anymore. He ain't got nothing to prove. If he did take that easy win and punked out the last two minutes, oh, well. He got a payday, man. He, I mean, he was losing the whole fight, and then he found a way to win. Yeah, you're going to win it. I mean, he's a legend, bro. The dude the dude has fought everybody and went to war with everybody. So, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, I like Diego too. We talked. Uh he he would be a great fight, you know, a great exciting fight. Me and him, we'd we would go to war, I know it, you know, two warriors. Uh, yeah, man. Uh Connor. Connor. Everybody's calling out Connor, but Connor, Connor is the money fight, you know. Um the the dream fight, the movie fight, I'm gonna make a movie for me, they it would it'll probably it'll probably be cowboy, you know, for me being the Indian, him being the cowboy. But uh, I, guess, I guess those those are a few options out there, you know, that I would like. And uh, maybe at least I'll get one of them.
0: Yeah, well, I hope so you, um you, Brock. Uh, well, look, I took up a lot of your time this morning. As you say, you've got training coming shortly. Um, I just want to thank you for the time you've given us. Um, and really wish you all the best, in, in particular, in the next year and going forward in your career. And I, I really hope you get that legacy you're looking for. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much, Brock, and um, good luck to you, mate. Thank you, man. Thank you. God bless.